on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. We'll begin with the Irish Daily Mirror. Hunger shames as the headline. Children are being sent to school without lunch because their parents cannot afford the meal. That's also on the front of the Irish Times. Rising food and energy prices are inflicting severe strain on an increasing number of people, according to three reports out today. We've a report from Bernardo's. We'll be talking more about that here on Breakfast Briefing shortly. There's also a separate report from Safe Food suggesting many families on social welfare paid a third of their household income on the most basic of healthy foods. And then Society of St. Vincent de Paul says it recorded a 40% increase in requests for help paying energy bills last year. So there's three separate reports all showing how the cost of living crisis is impacting many families right across the country and leading to severe strain. Uh, The Irish Times also goes big on 100 years ago today. Frank Aiken, Chief of Staff of the IRA, signals the end of the Civil War. Dermot Ferreter has a full piece on the Irish Times and there's a photograph of an Irish Free State soldier fighting against Republican forces at O'Connell Bridge in Dublin during the Civil War. And then also on the front of the Irish Times, floating accommodation to be sought for asylum seekers. Now, you may have heard Sinn Féin sort of audibly laughing at this idea that we put refugees in flotels. Chris Andrews saying it was laughable. However, the government is going to tender for floating accommodation to house asylum seekers. However, if it proceeds, the flotels are not expected until later in the year. So... Uh, That's not going to solve the current problem then, obviously, of the uh, migrant crisis and the housing crisis there. Uh, The numbers of unaccommodated asylum seekers has reached 199 and the government's trying to get that down below 100 before the June bank holiday. The uh, Also on the front of the Irish Daily Mail, we have the refugee migrant crisis. Cabinet fearful it's losing its grip on the uh, situation. Cabinet ministers fear they're losing control of the migration accommodation crisis. And now several cabinet sources have told the Mail that they need a COVID-style response to tackle this government infighting and a failure to take responsibility among senior ministers. Also on the front of the Irish Daily Mail, they've an exclusive last photos that show Rolf Harris was devoid of shame to the end. Uh, really, there's nothing more to say. A convicted paedophile has died. That's all you need to know about that. But you can read more about Rolf Harris in the papers. The Irish Independent Coalition War over Vradker's populist tax break for families. So if you remember, I think it was on Monday morning, we had the news that Fine Gael wants a €1,000 tax cut in the budget for struggling families. Fianna Fáil apparently is furious over what it has described as populist, uncosted, nuts, pre-budget kite-flying by Fine Gael. Uh, Fine Gael wants considerably larger tax cuts for workers on the average household income than in previous budgets, because obviously we can smell a general election here, but Fianna Fáil ain't happy with this thing. They haven't done out the, the maths on it, and it is kite flying. Mind you, when you hear about all these families struggling there, three separate reports on the cost of living crisis, I suppose many people would understand why Fine Gael will go, well, hard-pressed families do need more 
of a tax break. The Irish Daily Star, they think it's holier over. An Irish smuggler who worked with Daniel Kinahan has been ordered to pay €720,000 or face extra jail time. Uh, the front of the Irish Sun goes with hurling insults. Uh, Michael Lester, GA legend, has told how he was branded an effing B by outraged punters at the height of his RTE fame, but he says nothing compares to the scrutiny that's on the Sunday game now. This is after this big row between Joanne Cantwell and Donal Cusack there over the weekend. So uh, he says it's worse for panellists on the Sunday game now. Mind you, Pat Spillane and Joe Brawley got their fair share of criticism back in the day as well. The Irish Examiner on the front page uh, has the news that France has banned short-haul domestic flights if there's a train instead. They're going to be chatting more about this on News Talk Breakfast this morning. But essentially, if you're flying around France, you won't be able to fly between routes where the same journey can be made by a train in under two and a half hours. So you wouldn't be able to fly between Paris and Lyon and Bordeaux and places like that. Obviously, the airlines ain't happy, but uh, you'd wonder, will it apply to other countries too? You can get the train from Dublin to Cork in about two and a half hours. Um, So we'll see if that comes in in other EU countries. Now, staying with travelling inside the Irish Independent, this is one to be careful of if you're on the roads this morning because uh, people are using slingshots and metal ball bearings to target cars off the Dublin-Cork motorway. In a separate incident, a motorist was lucky to escape serious injury when the windscreen of her car was shattered by a rock thrown in the direction of passing vehicles. And now Gardaí are beefing up their motorway patrols, according to the Indo, increasing surveillance surveillance of areas where such incidents have occurred. This crops up from time to time, basically people standing on the bridge, throwing down missiles, throwing down rocks and things like that. Don't know what kick you get out of it. Some sort of twisted, warped kick. Uh, multiple incidents have been reported in recent weeks involving vehicles on the Dublin Cork motorway in different parts of Tipperary. So just be aware of that. Uh, Now, if you enjoy drinking outside, well, the Irish Examiner says that it could be made permanent. Laws introduced during COVID to allow for outdoor drinking are going to be extended. And the hope now is, or the view is, that this will be made permanent. Minister Simon Harris has received cabinet approval to extend the sale and consumption of alcohol in outdoor seating areas. And they're looking to make that a full-time thing. And if you've the weather like you have this week, nothing nicer than sitting outside eating or having a drink. Uh, So we need the weather to play ball but it could be made permanent. Now, the Irish Independent is back to its coverage of Patrick Kilty and there's still people talking about the fact that he's going to fly in to do the Late Late Show. Uh, Fiona Looney has a piece in the Daily Mail about it this morning. But the Irish Independent has the other element of Patrick Kilty's new gig with RTE and his... uh, commitments in the UK so you may or may not be aware that Patrick Hilty also presents a live show on BBC Radio every Saturday morning and people were wondering is he going to fly in do the late late and then fly home and be back in London but actually what's happening is he is going to do his show from the BBC in Belfast on a Saturday morning so he'll do the late late on a Friday night and then he'll be live on radio every Saturday morning less than 12 hours 
after the Late Late Show, the man is going to be absolutely exhausted. Uh, so he's going to ease his difficult commute. Uh, instead of doing the show from London, he's going to hightail it up the motorway to Belfast and present his radio show then at 9am on Saturday morning. Don't know how you do this for 37 weeks of the year, but that's the gig, as they say, and if he wants to be on radio and TV, that's what he has to do. I suspect there's going to be more about him flying in and out because RT announced its climate plan yesterday, uh, and obviously some TV shows are trying to be carbon neutral, uh, and certainly it's not conducive to that if you have a presenter who's hopping on a plane twice a week. So there'll probably be more coverage about this, but as I say, he will be wrecked certainly by Saturday evening. He'll need a week to recover. Finally, seagulls are good friends back in the uh, papers this morning. And I'm sure you've heard, particularly I've heard this in places like Hof, uh, for people go and get an ice cream or get a bag of chips and the seagulls start robbing them. The Telegraph tells us today that the reason that seagulls are robbing chips and ice cream is because they see us enjoying eating them. Researchers uh, uh, placed brightly coloured crisp packets on Brighton Beach, then sat nearby either eating crisps from a blue packet or from a green coloured bag, and they found that in 95% of cases, the seagulls pecked at the packet that matched the colour of the bag from which the researcher was eating. So they're watching us and they're going, that human likes Uh, that particular thing, whether it's chips or crisps or ice cream, so we must like it too. So they're very, very clever as we know, and that's why they do it. So uh, unfortunately, it looks like that's not going to change. Be careful if you're getting your chips. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk.